you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. And just this afternoon, Missouri finished up its second practice open to the media this season. So we get to hear from Eli Drinkwitz, as well as Connor Basilak, a couple offensive linemen, and Xavier Delgado, Luke Griffin, as well as our kicker, the thicker, Harrison Mevis. And the biggest news, in my mind, from today's practice involves a player who actually didn't participate in today's practice. And that's Jamarian Gooch, a freshman offensive lineman, a guy I certainly had a lot of hope for going forward. You can't teach size, right? And Jamarian Gooch had it in spades, and you just hoped that he was one of many guys that we could develop into an SEC offensive lineman. But unfortunately, Mr. Gooch has been medically disqualified to play for the Tigers because of an undisclosed issue that surfaced in a physical. And the wording that Eli Drinkwitz used was he will not play for Missouri. So who knows, perhaps the door is slightly ajar for Gooch to continue his football career somewhere else. But sadly, his career is over before it even got started here in Columbia. And obviously, just on a personal level, my heart goes out to the kid. That's terrible. I, you know, I, an exciting time to be in Columbia and just seeing that this is over again before it even started is terrible. Now, on the field, again, a couple years from now, I had a lot of hope this kid could have been something. But for this season, he wasn't expected to contribute. So for 2021, no reason to panic here. Just, you know, again, on a personal level, you hate to see it. And I, like every other football fan, I assume, is fascinated with the quarterback position, and we all want to know how Connor Bazelak is coming along. How about specifically in terms of his leadership? Well, he's done an excellent job um, leading and, and being more vocal, and, and uh, you know, I've ever, even given him opportunities to lead offensive unit meetings and talk to those guys about what his expectation is on certain plays and how he, he sees it. And, and uh, he's really taken that um, by the horns and, and uh, has been really good at it. And I think that's just the growth of being a quarterback. Uh, so I think he's got the respect of his teammates. So not, not only is it a positive to hear that his leadership capabilities are advancing, he's maybe being a little more vocal. That's just all signs of a young man getting more comfortable in his skin and a quarterback getting more comfortable in his skin. I think that little bite there, just that little tidbit from Eli hinting that they're giving Connor a little bit more freedom to change the plays at the line of scrimmage, do what he sees at the line of scrimmage, as opposed to constantly being at the mercy of whatever the original call is. That's often an underrated quality that a quarterback has something veteran quarterbacks have at the NFL level that rookies certainly don't because of the plethora of plays at their disposal. And of course, Connor 
is going to need plenty of people to throw the football to. And we've heard plenty of positive reviews of some of these younger wide receivers from various different sources. Let's hear what Eli Drinkwitz had to say directly about the young receivers. I really think I've seen the three young guys who redshirted last year, Chance and, and JJ and uh, uh, J-Mac, really step up and say, hey, we're, we're not going to just sit on the bench. And uh, those guys are making plays. I think J-Mac had nine catches today. If I'm, seven catches. He had seven catches today. Um, and they're pushing. And, they're and uh, you know, Dominic Lovett had an explosive play today for a touchdown. So those guys are not going to just sit there and say, okay, well, it's y'all's position. We'll sit here and wait on it. So – that's been great. It raises the level of competition. Um, and, you know, hey, we're not about playing favorites. We're about playing the best player to help us win. Great to hear that once again. Mostly that J.J. Hester is healthy, number one. And obviously for him, missing time with an injury, for any freshman receiver like Macklin, like Chance Looper, Jay Macklin, of course, that is, or Jamori, possibly, as I've seen him going by lately. I think I'm just going to stick with Jay for now, if that's all right with you, pal. But anyway, regardless, receiver an underrated, complicated position to pick up when transitioning from the high school to the college level. So not a surprise, actually. We may have underestimated these redshirt freshman receivers. I certainly hope we have. I think we got a good chance to see at least one of those three guys mentioned between Looper, Macklin, and Hester, at least one of them to pop this season. And if more than one do, well, Missouri's offense will be obviously a lot better for it. And by the way, here's our quarterback, Connor Basilak, with his thoughts on the young receivers emerging as well. Yeah, I think I think he's he's right. The younger guys are, are doing really well and um you know one thing is they have fresh legs. So some of those, some of the older guys are, are a little banged up and um, they'll be ready for week one. But um, today I thought, I thought Dominic love it. And, you know, chance, chance has done, done a chance looper. He's done a great job all camp. Um, and obviously Mookie's Mookie's really good. So, yeah. Interesting to hear both Eli and Connor Basilak specifically mention Chance Looper, the son of Curtis Looper, by the way, the running backs coach here at Mizzou. So interesting that that guy may emerge. I haven't heard a lot of talk about him overall from Tiger fans online or otherwise, but for the quarterback and the head coach to give you an endorsement at this point in camp, that says you got a chance to see the field, no doubt about it. And coming up, I do have more sound bites from the players. No more Eli Drinkwitz, just words from our beloved Mizzou athletes. But I will say, Eli, when he entered the press conference today, he looked really, really hot. And I don't mean that in an aesthetic way, like, man, that is a hot dude. No, I mean, he's physically on fire, basically. And who could blame him, standing out there in 96-degree heat, he had to be getting sweaty. There's no doubt about that. But frankly, if it were me, I would have been covered in sweat. So you know what, Eli? I've got a bit of advice for you. You need to check out our newest sponsor here on the Locked on Mizzou podcast, and that is Sweat Block. 
Yes, this is a really excellent product that has been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, in fact. And it's doctor-recommended, doctor-created. Each wipe works for up to seven days per use. And guess what? It's got the dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Wear what you want. Wear it with confidence. It'll be your little secret. And frankly, this product is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date. Nobody wants to pit out their shirt. This happens especially summertime here in Missouri. you got a wedding to go to. How many of us guys have pitted out our shirt before the ceremony is even over? Let's be honest. I had a hot outdoor wedding. I understand how it goes. So here's what you need to do. If you or someone you love is dealing with a bit of a sweating problem, well, you have to check out Sweat Block. So get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. And continuing the theme from SEC Media Days where, where Eli Drinkwitz was giving his offensive linemen and defensive linemen a chance to shine. Well, Xavier Delgado and Luke Griffin took the mic this afternoon. And like a pair of good offensive linemen, stereotypical offensive linemen, that they are, well, when they were asked about themselves, they didn't give me a lot of great sound bites. But when they were asked about their teammates, well, suddenly they perked up and were quite ebullient. Well, that is at least by lineman standards. And both guys actually went out of their way to praise true freshman Connor Tolleson, making me think he might be part of the rotation this coming fall. Here's Luke Griffin first on Connor Tolleson. One of the younger guys that's really stepped up and, you know, he's been here early enrolled um, and his game has just been peaking um, is Connor Tolleson. You know, he comes out every day. He puts in the work, and he's a he's a strickler for his technique. His technique, he focuses on it every day, and uh, that's him. And I think he's going to be a, a really good player for us here in the future. So he's one of the younger guys that's coming in. It's going to be a big impact for us. And the same question for Xavier Delgado. Oh, I totally agree with Luke. Like, Connor's definitely taken huge strides since he's been here. Like he said, his technique has improved drastically. He's a very coachable uh, young kid. He loves to learn. He asks questions all the time in the meeting room, and he's just eager to get better every day. Now, how about a lineman from last year's squad, a returning guy who might step up? Well, once again, here's Xavier Delgado. Um, I'd say definitely Javon Foster. Uh, he was the second string left tackle majority of last year, and he's definitely taking big strides this year uh, with us running with the ones. Um, he's coming every day, watched extra film with us. He's just done everything right. He came to the offseason doing everything right, coming in doing extra, like I said before. And finally, Delgado had really positive words to say about actually his guy, guy who he's competing against on a regular basis, and that's Kobe Whiteside, just the type of of leader and player that he is. I would expect a big year from Kobe Whiteside if you can believe all the hype you're hearing from his teammates and from the coaching staff 
so far this this off season. And also, again, finally, our final soundbite here, Xavier Delgado, at least on the offensive lineman side, got a couple more from Harrison Mevis on the other side of this next break. But before we get there, Michael Maietti, a guy, a true leader on the offensive line, how important is it to get the starting center back from what was a really solid offensive line group last year. Here's what Xavier Delgado had to say about his teammate. Oh, it's amazing. It's a blessing to have him back, honestly. He's just a great dude. He knows so much football. I learn from him every day. And he just always, like, he's a train conductor. He always gets us right. He gets us going in the right direction. It's always great to have someone like that on the O-line, especially at the center position. I think there's a lot of talent on this current Missouri offensive line. Some of it unproven. Some of it has battled injury at times. So just to have Maietti back for this extra season, something that under normal circumstances wouldn't happen, by the way. This is a really lucky break for the Tigers, and I'm just happy and grateful that Jersey Mike was willing to come back to Columbia for one more go-round. And I do have a couple more sound bites for you, this time involving the thicker, our place kicker, Harrison Mevis, and his process. But first, since the Missouri Central Michigan line is holding steady at 13 points, Missouri giving those 13, obviously. You know what? Let's check out some other interesting week one lines. Ohio State going on the road to Minnesota giving 14 points, some big-time in-conference games, especially in the Big Ten in Week 1. Penn State getting 4.5 at Camp Randall, Wisconsin. That's quite the first game. I'd rather play Central Michigan than Penn State or Wisconsin, i got to admit. Also, North Carolina and Virginia Tech going at it in Blacksburg, although North Carolina and Sam Howell are actually giving away 5.5 points in that ball game, and of course, the big main event, Clemson, Georgia, currently Clemson, a minus three-point favorite with Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, among others, having moved on to the NFL, so an interesting one there. I might actually grab Georgia there. Is that game a neutral side? I can't even remember anymore, but regardless of what your opinions are, you know what you got to do. You got to go to betonline.ag, use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And if you've been listening to this program for a while, of course you know that when you go to rockauto.com, you're going to save yourself some money. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, guess what? Those chain stores, those car dealerships, well, they have two different price cheer, price tiers if you're a professional or just a DIY guy like yourself. Yeah, they're kind of ripping you off a little bit. Well, Rock Auto is going to save you that money, but also they're going to save you time too. You know that frustrating search for that part? Maybe you're calling every shop in town. Well, you don't need to worry about that anymore. Rock Auto has an incredible inventory, an easy-to-use website, So go there right now. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. And by the way, speaking of Central Michigan, sources on the internet are saying, and the internet's never wrong, right? But I believe it was John Rothstein. It was his source who said that the Missouri basketball team is going to open it up this season on November 9th against, you guessed it, Central Michigan in Columbia. So for whatever reason, the Tigers and the Chippewas having a bit of a love affair this season. And speaking of Missouri basketball with walk-on tryouts open at the end of this month, old J.R. Smith, the former NBA player, talking about walking on to the golf team at North Carolina A&T. Well, J.R. is somebody who's about to turn 39 years old next year. You're an inspiration to us all. What do you think? Should I should I lace him up one more time? That would certainly be some good podcast content. But you know what? I think the tuition probably is not worth the gimmick at this point. Ah, uh, to be young again. But you know what? Even when you are a young person, a young athlete at the peak of your powers, you do have to watch yourself at certain positions. Certainly baseball is an obvious one. If you're a pitcher, you can't just throw a hundred pitches every single day and expect that not to catch up with you. Well, most people don't think of place kickers like that, but Harrison Mevis had some pretty interesting insight into his process. Yeah, no, for me, really, it's just, you know, more so for me, it's getting mental reps, you know, kicking is 90% mental and 10% physical. So, you know, if, I'm not, I, you know, I have a rep or, a, you know, a pitch count, same as a pitcher in baseball, but um, I'm just not trying to overkick and really just focusing on getting those mental reps. And speaking of the mental side of the game, well, we know Harrison Mevis is capable of making a game-winning field goal as he did against the Arkansas Razorbacks last season. But that was, to be fair, against not your usual-sized college crowd. So he was asked if, hey, against 62,000, a full-throated Faro field or wherever Mizzou has to go on the road this season, is that going to be a different challenge for Harrison Mevis? Um, that's a good question. I guess we'll find that out. But um, I think my thought process is it might be harder to kick when you can actually hear one singular person. When you have that surround sound kind of feeling, it's easier to block out. When you have one little sound, you know, buzzing in your ear, it's kind of a little bit more annoying. But when you have a lot of it, it's less, you know, you can kind of block it out. So, And you know what, Harrison Mevis, as a golfer who now likes to play with a little bit of music blaring basically the entire time on his cart, I can tell you that being able to block out those negative thoughts that is a plus. I really enjoy that. It's non-traditional. I had to get used to it for a bit, but darn it. When I've got a little bit of Alt Nation kicking, it really works. So Harrison, I think you might be on to something. Maybe the bigger crowd is actually a help for somebody with at least his kind of confidence. And you know what? I'm confident that I have one more episode of Locked on Mizzou for you this week. So join me tomorrow before you head off onto a nice hot, hot weekend, wherever you happen to be. Well, who knows? You could be listening to this anywhere in the world. It is a podcast after all, but kind of a heat wave throughout the country. So 
With that being said, I'm going to wrap up this incredibly boring weather report and tell you that I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.